I watch this stuff so I don't feel tethered to the the weight of our world, right? That's and quite frankly, we're we're waiting on ashes of creation. We play games, right? Gaming. Uh, I enjoy I enjoy fantasy worlds and games, whether it's literature, games, movies. It's all the same to me. It's a if I can get just sort of pulled into a fantasy world and just thoroughly enjoy myself, feel like I get lost in it, feel in all of the grandeur of, you know, these things that you just are not going to see when you step outside of our door. That's like, to me, this is the thing that I I keep trying to drive the narrative home on is I've never enjoyed these things because I want you to school me on equality or all of those types of things. Welcome to the party. We are looking for more of your podcast for all things gaming with a focus on MMOs, RPGs, game development, and gaming culture. I'm your host, Phoenix, also known as Samorg. I'm joined today by a returning party member. Let's welcome back your Ashen Herald, Daedalus. Hello, everyone. Unfortunately, we are down Nathan. He had some family stuff coming up today that he just was not able to make it. So we are going to do this as a duo champ load out for the day if we will but before we dig in i want to give a big shout out to all of the supporters here on twitch youtube and patreon thank you so much for keeping this parties bags packed provision stock for all adventures here on the show speaking of the show if you want to do a solid go over to at the lfm show on twitter look for the pinned post at the top you will find all the podcast places and there's one specifically there for itunes it'd be greatly appreciated give us five stars leave us a comment and if you do we'll read it here live we'll also play live any voice messages you leave us on our number over at one five three nine six six four six eight zero one now we're gonna catch up with the cast here real quick even though it's just daedalus and i we're gonna be rants plenty today i think for sure our pre-show was definitely a little uh hashtag triggered someone called me triggered recently you know and I'm just like someone called me triggered on like youtube i'm like bitch you don't know me personally enough to call me triggered you don't know what triggered looks like you don't know shit. This is passion, bitch, right? Look, what's been going on in your world, man? How you been doing? Oh, uh, pretty good. Yeah, just uh, doing my work thing. It's been kind of crazy at work. I am actually looking forward to digging into uh, Immortals: Phoenix Rising. I just saw that came up on Game Pass. I've been looking forward to playing that game. So uh, I've been doing that. Um, outside of that, um, not really a t- ton of gaming uh, mm-hmm. at this point. But I heard tomorrow. Uh, I'm going to face my raptor fears in community night. Uh-huh. Yes, you see, this is an important note here. Daedalus fell into despair, much like you're probably going to watch me fall into live on the show today as we start talking about a particular uh, thing that is kind of going on soon, which we'll talk about. But um, actually, I never played that Phoenix Rising one, uh, but I remember it. I remember seeing that like a year ago or something. I just never. Yeah, it's been it's been out mm. for a minute. Uh, I just came to Game Pass just like a few days back. But yeah, it's more of a it's an Ubisoft game, but it's more like right. mythology based. And yep. yeah, yeah, it reminded I played me the demo. It was really good. So mm. yeah. kind of reminded gave me like Kid Icarus vibes mixed with like, yeah, Greek mythology sort of in there mm-hmm. in that area. Mm-hmm. That was pretty, pretty cool. Welcome in, everybody. I see you all in chat, homies. Glad to have you here. So 
it's going to be interesting. We are going to we are going to avoid the heavy ashes discussion because we do. I was hoping we'd have Nathan today because I want to talk to him because we missed last Thursday. I want to talk to him about stuff that came out for ashes, see what he thought. But we're going to have to save that. It looks like for next week, although things in the domain of ashes of creation. Well, things have been trucking along quite nicely, I'd say. Um, I've been, dude, I'm going to be honest, man. The past week or so, I have been absolutely slammed with things going on in the world. And I, it, it, you know, today's episode is called Uphill Upward Climb, and it feels like it. I've been chipping away at videos like crazy. We've been, I mean, we've had them going out to Ashes HQ channel, to my Samorg channel, where this podcast is found at. Oh man, dude, I have been doing so many videos. Like I am basically running on fumes, it seems like. And we've got sponsorship stuff going on and my own book stuff this weekend. I've, I've worked very hard. So I've got that snapshot to where I can actually go dig in and work on my book a little more this weekend. I'm pretty stoked about it. I'm really happy with it so far and where, where I'm going with it. So I'm looking forward to being able to actually share that with people. Speaking of which, if you're like kind of a regular around here, you're part of this community, you want to potentially do potentially do beta or alpha reading for me. I've got a handful of people who are interested. Um, just shoot me a DM on Discord. And if you don't know where that's at, join our Discord at discord.gg forward slash Samorg, where this community and podcast are housed at. Okay. Hi on Sugar and Chat Nora. Fantastic. Don't crash too quick. So, friends. Um, let me see here. Can we just, let's just jump in on this. Okay. The rings of power. Yeah. People are going, uh, Sim, we watch your content. We know that you're ranting about that like almost every day right now. It's true. I am. And, uh, it's good content, right? It's also, it's also just like they make the rants real easy right now. And it's, you know what it is though? It actually is going to be live tonight. Like I'm going to genuinely, I'm going to, I can do, I can be objective. I can take a step back from my frustrations, from everything that's gone on with the, how they've handled the show, how the actors or actresses have dropped the ball or been vain, narcissistic, whatever it is. I can take a step back and go, okay, something here was good from my perspective or okay, something here was really, felt really awesome, whatever, as well as the things, you know, positive and negatives. I can do that. It, it doesn't seem like it. When you see a lot of people actually talking and you see me like, you know, when you see a bunch of us actually sitting here talking and us annoyed with it. But right now we're going off of the presentation of like how the showrunners are, you know, behaving and things like that, how they're actually interacting with uh, communi uh, communities and stuff. But, you know, when it comes down to it, we're going to be taking a look real soon at the Rings of Power. Some of us aren't. I'm going to. I'm going to be reporting on it. But, dude. The problems, you know what the biggest issues are, right? Put put that it's it could be a woke show to the side real quick. And I mean, I'm completely convinced it's it's just infused with with their 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 like own personal activism goals and perspectives. Now, don't get me wrong, there are some plays, places where that can actually work. Right? But the world of Tolkien it doesn't really work, but there's a lot of other worlds where I don't think that would work either. Like, you know, predominantly fantasy worlds. I look at stuff like that and I think to myself, I want to, uh, I watch this stuff so I don't feel tethered to the, the weight of our world. Right. That's and quite frankly, 
we're we're waiting on ashes of creation we play games right gaming uh i enjoy i enjoy fantasy worlds and games whether it's literature games movies it's all the same to me it's a if i can get just sort of pulled into a fantasy world and just thoroughly enjoy myself feel like i get lost in it feel in all of the grandeur of you know these things that you just are not going to see when you step outside of our door that's like to me this is the thing that i i keep trying to drive the narrative home on is I've never enjoyed these things because I want you to school me on equality or all of those types of things. Like if I want, if I want to do that, like I'll go to Twitter or I'll go listen to somebody talk at a town hall or whatever. Right. Or go check out, you know, any of the places you can go and immerse yourself in that stuff or politics for that matter. Right. Now there are places where, you know, these sort of like pillars that wokeness is sort of founded on works, for example, like Star Trek. The thing is, that's like literally been at the start at the heart of Star Trek since like the very beginning. Yeah, absolutely. Right. You know? And it's something original because we, we talked about this mm. before, right? There's no I have no issue with like, you know, uh actors of color. Mm. I mean, there's all sorts of like media out there that i enjoy and i'm i don't differentiate right if something's good something's good but what i think my problem has been with all the kind of the wokeness is is the application of it to like Mm. source material that it just it wasn't you know intended for that the author's vision or the creator's vision was something different and it's okay to be different absolutely at the end of the day right and the issue is really, you know, if you want to do something different, be original with it. Don't try to impose like whatever agenda, regardless of what it is, right? I'm not differentiating, right? If it's woke, non-woke, whatever, sure. half yeah. woke, um, quarter woke, it just, yeah, exactly, right? Quarter woke, any woke, um, yeah, okay, 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 okay. Sorry, a little dime woke, <laughs> dime piece wokeage, okay. <laughs> but yeah like but exactly we were talking about star trek before the show yeah like, that went in its intention was we want this to be a vehicle yep. to have social commentary we're going to use yeah. a creative medium to send a message not beat somebody over the head with it but just yeah. send a message and they did it really well like even for that limited run of the original series it started a phenomenon right even mm-hmm. when they went into like tng again it wasn't mm-hmm. like rehashing like the old you know style and kind of you know and and not doing it justice they created something new like even star trek strange new worlds right it also has that so right? good too it's man. got that same feel yes but it's something brand new yeah which is is really i think important here and mm-hmm. and that's the issue that i have with it um because i've you know, I I don't differentiate when it comes to like, you know, stuff that I watch. I love all sorts of things. It doesn't matter. Um, but I do like I do feel like it's it's very um it's a double standard when you uh do something like that with source material and you you think that that is the the way to send a message out. No, the way to send a message out is create something new and you know touch people's souls and like really 
bring your passion into it, not just repurpose something that somebody's already written, right? And and mm-hmm. make it into something it's not. Yeah, that's I think that's the main thing too, is like making it into something it's not. And then when you just speak about it and you're not really even informed, like there was a guy that's playing like the oh no, the black elf doesn't that's not you know it it doesn't work because that's doesn't work in tolkien's world right but he that that like actor went on he went into like an article and was talking about like well no one can say there was never a black elf in fantasy again and i'm like uh that shit happened like 20 years ago dude remember the first D D? someone brought this to my attention i was thinking the witcher um even the Shinar Chronicles, I was thinking of those, but I didn't think mm-hmm. as far back. Somebody was like that. That remember that old, that horrible D and D movie with the way what's his name? Which Wayans brother was? In oh it? yeah, the Wayans. Oh. oh yeah, Marlon Wayans. Yeah, I yeah, remember that. dude. I was like, oh no, homie. Like <laughs> at the end, you know, when they're all like by the stones, it's like your friends are waiting for you, and they all touch the stone and they get whisked away into like, and I'm just like, oh no, dude, but. Yeah, the, the the there was a, a a lady elf in that one, right? Yeah. She was a kind of a hard ass or whatever. Like, actually, was like one of the better characters out of all of them. Honestly, real talk. Like, because yeah. acting for the, maybe it's good. I don't know whatever the reason was, but um, yeah. But they brought that up, and I was like, oh my god, dude, you're totally right. The problem is, is like they're all so focused on the activism component, and I'm going, dude. Or the self-promotion of like oh, you know social one. like oh, responsibility, right? Yeah, redressing I mean, the whatever the balance and all that stuff. And you're just like, dude, can we this is like cringing me out so hard, dude. Yeah, and and I, I don't want to maybe jump ahead, but I'm I'm going to like one of the articles we have here was they were interviewing the oh. the actress that plays Gladriel, and it's like the arrogance that you have here. You know, making a judgment call like this. And the quote was like, Tolkien Tolkien was a really complex person. He wrote a really complex world, which, okay, that's true. However, however, then they add, and this idea that anyone could know exactly what he would have wanted or would have liked is, I feel nonsense. Wait, what? Dude, (laughs) he wrote this. He described the characters. Yes, that's what he wanted. Yes, if he wanted something different, he would have wrote specifically written it that way, right? Yeah. And so the fact, again, the arrogance that you have these like these actors that think, well, we we're just interpreting it the way we want, and you know, if Tolkien would have liked it too, because we don't really know what he wanted. Well, apparently, you haven't read the books. Um, I haven't read the books and I know right, what he wrote. I have mm. like, there's quotes in the article about what he wrote in describing characters. Um, who I blame and again, who I blame the most. I don't even blame Amazon that much compared to someone else. You know that, you know, I blame the who? dark Lord, Simon Tolkien. <laughs> yeah, this is true. This you, is true. You know what I heard when you, you actually, I hadn't read through that article fully. Cause you actually like tossed that over to me. And it's yeah, like, I like literally just yeah. saw it. And, and I've been avoiding reviews, by the way. I've already heard that there's like some people that are like bombarding it with negativity. There's ones that are praising it. I'm like, yeah. I've been saying all along, people are like, there's going to be people that are going to like it regardless. There's going to be people that are going to hate it. Some people that go into it are going to hate it or going to hate it because they've already decided they're going to hate it. Gives them something to hate. Right. 
so everyone's going to have their their own reasons. Like at the end of the day, we've all got to kind of decide for ourselves. Um, and, and there aren't, there's a lot of people that are going to, you know, the, they, they're kind of into what they're, they're sort of shoveling like real talk like that, that kind of scratches their itch, right? They like that. They aren't like maybe as, as hardcore of like fans as, you know, of the literature or whatever, but you know, I really blame Simon Tolkien the most because like, I feel like he's been giving him a lot. I don't think they just have the appendices at this point, honestly. I don't, I don't think they just do. I actually have a feeling that they have more, that they have the rights to do more. We just don't know it yet. That's what I think. I think this is like a test run on those rights is what I think it is. Um, but here's something someone left on my, um, on my, a comment on my YouTube last week. You ready for this? I liked your, your meme though. Yours says in the land of Amazon, in the fires of Mount Prime, the dark Lord Bezos forged in secret, a master flop, one show to ruin them all. We got to be honest, man. They, they've been flopping on a lot of things lately. It's not like it's just one thing at this point. They're, this is the yeah, one you don't a, want to flop there's on. There's a bigger meme out there that I got this mm -hmm. from. I, I can't take credit for the quote there. There was a, a much longer one, and I didn't have enough space to put it all on there, but it was hilarious. It just made me laugh out loud this afternoon. So this one was a little... This goes to show you... Oh, gosh, dude. I, I just want... I'm reading this. This is not a promotion of their their statement i want to i want to reference that before we do this but i read this and it just goes to show you the kind of like the laming that is going on right one ideal ideology to rule them all one critical theory to find them one pseudo reality to bring them all and in the wokeness bind them now here's where we go a little far and in the land of social justice where the child groomers lie too far man that goes too far it was good up until the last sentence when they got into the child groomer thing. It's like, okay, now you're implying some pretty messed up stuff. This is the thing though, right? There's, there's a line, right? People, people can't stay on, on that side of the line very easily. And so this is where a lot of like the really heavily weighted sort of like horrible things that we're actually hearing people saying. And like, this is the thing too, right? Because if you're like, Oh, I don't like it. Okay then you're in the camp of one side, right? Oh, I'm down for this. I like it. Then you're in the camp of the other side. And there's a such rigid polarization that occurs, right? That's dangerous. Because on one side, if you're like, I don't like it, right? They're screwing up. A lot of people are automatically going to go, uh, you're one of these people I just read about. They would say something like that. They'd, they'd make that kind of an implication, right? Or you're a racist or you're this or you're that, right? And if you like it, people are going to be like, oh, you must be all about woke propaganda and this and that and this and that. Look, someone may have been like, oh, look, Amazon Prime's got a show. Never heard of this before, because believe it or not, people, not everybody in the world knows about Tolkien. Mm -hmm. They were like, eh, look, it's free on my Prime. And they go and they watch it. And they're like, well, that isn't bad. And then someone's like, hey, do you like it? And they're like, yeah. And they're like, oh, you must be one of those people. You see what I mean? This is like the problem. But you see this happening in a lot of other places outside of the Internet. And while I am personally. And it's it, my perspective is this, right? Is you see this sort of polarization occurring everywhere, right? You see it in game development with like the campy nature 
the tribalism in gaming, for example, where like people in one MMORPG community, like someone's like, oh, I really like this MMO. Oh, I don't like playing World of Warcraft. And people in World of Warcraft are like, oh, you like that game? Ew. You used to see this all the time with EverQuest and World of Warcraft back in the day, right? Yeah, I remember. I remember remember that. That (laughs) That was like hardcore. Some of those people got like really, it's like, dude, that might be like a little much. You know what I mean? Like, you might be over the line there. Like, okay, you don't like World of Warcraft, but like, I mean, that's a little bit much. Oh my gosh. I'm going to actually have to see that, Cheryl. That's awesome. Also, yeah, and that sparks my my thought on this, though. Holy crap, the things that I'm seeing that are being created in Unreal Engine 5 lately. Oh, there's so many good things all the time. Every time I see somebody sharing something about Unreal Engine 5, I'm just like, this engine's amazing. They're using it for movies. They're using it for, I mean, music videos. They're using it for all kinds of things, man. Teachers are using it to show off like, you know, like the digital classrooms and you've got like video games in there. You got it used for so many things. God, it's a great time to make a video game if you've got a passion. Just don't go for the MMORPG because you're probably going to get crapped on by the majority of the people that even hear about your game right off the rip. Just real talk. Not trying to shoot your dreams down, but like if you're an indie dev and you don't have like a really good plan, maybe, maybe, maybe. Get your feet wet in an, in an RPG or yeah, start, puzzle start platform small or, and build from there. You know, just yeah. I mean, hey, look at games like Valheim and V Rising, man. Mm-hmm. I mean, what V Rising is a two point five million now vampires. I saw. Was that in the most recent one that I was seeing? That was on? in the most recent one. Yeah, the most recent blog Dang, they did, dude. right? And again, they're small team, and they did something cool, right? And they put their mm-hmm. passion into it. Yeah, they created something new. Yeah. <laughs> See where I'm going? <laughs> something new, interesting, right? I mean, I have been seeing a lot more survival games out there as of late, as I predicted. I don't want to have too much horn on this, but I am seeing many more. It's very interesting, isn't it? You get like one or two that pop off, like with back in the day with the battle royale genre, and all of a sudden they're popping off everywhere. And it's like, whoa, dude! It's like it's the time of the survival game now. Yeah, some really interesting ideas are out there. I've been, I Mm. haven't been following it closely, but I am looking forward to Nightingale, which is, I think, it initially wasn't a survival game, but I think it is now. Um, And that looks really good. And it's kind Mm. of like rift traveling, rift walking, they call it. So I'm like, hmm, that sounds interesting. Um, I guess. We're going to get reviews in different directions. We're going to we're going to move into like gaming stuff. But like, so I don't know, man. You know what? Here's all I'm going to say about the the Rings of Power stuff. You even see it with D&D. It's like we're going and changing things that have been there for a long time just to sort of like fit that. And it's like we we're trying to adapt everything to fit current political climates is what's actually happening a lot more. Instead of just like maybe just creating something completely brand new where like the things, the kind of relationship dynamics, social constructs, things you're wanting to see, they just exist in the world, you know, and it's a snapshot of like, you know, aspects and elements that like we as humans in our own world could strive to have or embody works. I mean, that's what Star Trek was, right? Coming back to Star Mm -hmm. Trek. It was like, it's sci-fi. It's a potential future. Obviously, that won't be our reality. 
But even from the perspective of like looking into the future, you know, what was really cool is you remember, did you ever find out like the starship, like where they got that from Gene Roddenberry? No. You know, when you got that spoon, take that spoon, flip it over, take a look at it from the side, man. Literally a saucer section. Oh, nice. Yeah. Spoon, man. It freaking spooned. Gene Roddenberry was like coming up an idea for ships. And he's like, so there was a spoon. He was like, huh? There it is. Interesting, right? You go look at it and you're like, oh my God, it is. It totally is. Totally is a spoon. You know, actually, another show that I was thinking of as we were um as we were discussing Star Trek, mm-hmm. Quantum Leap was another show like that. That was, yeah. Yeah. He jumped into now, or leapt into other people and kind of had a yeah, he leapt live into their... like women, mm-hmm. he leapt into people yep. of color. Yep. I mean, all yeah, that that was another show. Again, something original. Mm-hmm. I love that show because it gave you that too. Um yeah. And even even so, I think they're they're making another one. I think it's coming out actually fairly soon. Is it really? And Already? yeah, it is. Yeah, fairly mm. soon, if I'm not mistaken. I want to say it was like this month. I'd have to look, um, but it's coming out fairly soon. And again, right? It's it's got mm. a um, diverse cast, but it is a new story. It's not using like you know the original Sam Beckett story. I think that's in the background. Yeah. Which again, right? I don't have a problem with that. Same. It's in the universe. It's got a diverse cast. I'd rather it's, you do it actually than try to remake it and do it badly. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I mean, yeah. I've seen like remakes that are are good as well that used like, you know, different different um, you know, ethnicities of cast members. Mm-hmm. Like I think Hawaii 50 did something like that. Um, they did like a Magnum PI remake. All of them were good, but it kind of it again, it built out their own story in that universe, which again, I don't have a problem with, right? It's not like taking the source material and trying to like redefine it. It's just right. Turn into something else that it's like not even yeah. not even described by like the creator to be. Like that's the important right. thing. Mm-hmm. And and in this world of like adaptations, and and I'm I'm gonna be honest, man, my interest in movies and games has just been going down like i'm sticking to the good old like the good the good things that i know are tried and true that i'm gonna enjoy right diablo more oh never mind For, sorry forgot diablo moral doesn't i just <laughs> i was just thinking about that the other day i'm like it, ke- it keeps coming up on my phone and i'm like i gotta delete that app man. i know dude i seriously dude. switch to anime I, dude, it's been a long time since i've done anime but i, I can't get an anime these days but i'm gonna tell you what I'm planning on going through and giving uh, the Peter Jacksons, Lord of the Rings, another re- watch. Like, I'm going to be watching it with a buddy who's, like, you know, kind of, like, sharing the experience. Um, there's also, um, you know, old games that we enjoy, like Ark, that we've been playing. Speaking of which, Daedalus, we're doing this tomorrow, right? Raptor Palooza, baby. <laughs> Look, look, Night Screw was here earlier and it's a true story. Okay. I, you gotta earn your stripes in ARC. You, you suffer until you don't anymore. And then when you don't, you're like, I got this. There's certain things. Look, you guys, like me, Hooks, and you, you two that have been getting like clobbered by Raptors and stuff. Look, that was like a month of, of like multiple days a week streams for me when I did that. And there's plenty of evidence out there that Night Scream was uh, very generous to share with everybody earlier. Thanks for that. I appreciate it. And 
like I piranhas and raptors, man, bad things happen to me now on site. I take pure pleasure. I refuse to tame a raptor in arc and have it as my friend. I will never do it. I refuse it. I will punch a raptor. If anyone tames a raptor and chooses to bring it around me on purpose, just know I'm punching it in the face in game on purpose. You understand that's what you signed up for by having me as a friend. And I will not feel bad about it. And I will not have one of my own, but I will, I munch on them. Yeah. So I get a good old wyvern or a griffin and I fly around in that game and I just chomp, chomp baby all day. Tasty raptor meat, baby. Tasty. Right. Prawners are deeper in the water. So it's not so easy, but tomorrow we're going to pop it, dude. We're going to get it. I'm going to go in there with y'all and be like, here's what's up. Here's the way. This is the path. Right. Get you out of out of the raptor domain. I mean, probably what it'll look like. This isn't a dark overlord thing, but I'll basically be flying there with a griffin or whatever. I'll basically chill there and I'll just kind of watch from like a peak and protect you. Right. And if there's any raptors, I'll come down, I'll chomp on them and then I'll sort of like instruct you. But that sounds almost like. An overlord, doesn't it? That's not what that is, though. It's you're you're leering over me. I mean, is mm. there going to be an ultimate defense in there somewhere <laughs> while I'm running around screaming like a little girl going, the raptors don't yeah, kill me. It's the ashes <laughs> pally bubble for anybody who didn't know. <laughs> this isn't a dark overlord thing, pretty much means it is. No, dude. Yes, Cheryl. <laughs> coming in for the win, man. Damn it. I don't. You did this to me. You all did this to me. If, if it were to happen, I'm not saying it is. But did we really, though? You did this to you, my friend. You did this to you. <laughs> Can't confirm or deny anything at this time. But ARC tomorrow, friends. We are. I'm going to be doing my thing. I'm going to jump on after. I jumped on today, kind of prepared a little bit. Dude, I'm telling you, man, like I'm there are certain things I was telling. I was telling people like some people like the taming, the breeding. Some people like to just build the bases to craft, to focus on that. Uh, some people like the runner like myself, like to fly around on their mountain, just munch on munch on things. I mean, it's a good way to harvest for your pets and things like that, that you've got that you like that need resources in their trough to feed them while you're not there for a while. You know what I'm saying? Um but you know what you do? You go, you go and you find yourself a wyvern egg, man. You die a lot of times, many deaths. But when you get it, when you get the wyvern egg and you go and you incubate that thing and then you imprint on it and you got your wyvern, it's like, get at me. Get at me, world. Right? Then you start making everything your bizatch, if you know what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. Let's hit a few things in news before we get into some of the good old gaming and nerdy discussions, shall we? Sim will become a Dark Overlord National's creation, huh? Um, yeah, there's this one right here. What was that? That's just not, it was not me, I swear. It's me, but not me. Sony is raising the price of the PS5. This comes from Nathan. He shared this one. I was like, oh, it's already so hard to get these things, right? Yeah. I mean, it looks like right now the what the article was saying is it's going like they haven't touched the price in the U.S., which I found interesting. Mm. But it's like the the global like, yeah, it looks like U.K., Europe, oh Japan, China, Australia, Mexico, Canada are all getting a price increase. Dang, dude. Kind of wonder if it has to do with like getting in there or something. Yeah, all maybe. Stuff going on. I'm just I still don't have a PlayStation. I haven't since the PS3. 
Um, less is more sometimes. I try to avoid having a lot of stuff and things. There's this one here on Bioshock that you had shared. Do you remember that? I do, yeah. Dude, I remember them talking about this. Oh, you know they canceled that one show, right? The the Resident Evil show. Feels bad. I saw Lance Reddick oh, went on. Oh, I figured, yeah. I figured they might, might after that. It. it got bombarded. Yeah. He was like, he said, I want to thank everybody on his social media. He said, I want to thank everybody. He's like, the trolls and haters were standing. And I was like, oh, not withstanding or whatever. I was like, oh. <laughs> And I was like, hey, you ah. like his performance, so technically you weren't trolling. Oh, I actually thought he was amazing. Yeah. I actually did a whole lot, uh, did a whole new viewing of the Fringe series and got all the way through it. I was sad, dude. I actually was kind of sad because the first, the, the last two seasons didn't go the way I thought they could have gone. Felt like it went a little quick. You know what I didn't like about that now that I reflect on it? I didn't, I didn't like like the, that Walter never got to get his memories back about his son. You know that only Olivia did, and like Astrid never did either. Royals never did either, which is who Lance Reddick played, by the way. Like they never did, right? But that going to the future with like the observers and all that, like I, it was like, damn man, we didn't get to see, we didn't get a good snapshot of time of like when Olivia's back and she's got to go save the little kid and the observer kid and all that stuff, like. Oh man, but it still managed to get me. It still was a little bit of like a waterworks, man, when Walter walked through there in September. Yeah. I was like, fuck. Damn, that's heart wrenching. I really wanted him to get through with the the kid and Walter would be able to stay with Peter. Spoiler alert, but at this point in time with how long it's been, I don't feel bad about it. Really yeah, that isn't that gonna was... make sense until you get to that anyway. So Yeah, that that they don't make a lot of shows like that anymore. And it's too mm. bad that it did they did have to like speed up whatever timeline it had. Cause that was, that was definitely like one of those mm. sci-fi stories that is a gift that keeps on giving. It really is. It, it honestly, if I had to compare it, I know there's a lot of X-Files fans out there. It just did not. This show was just so much more like engaging for me than X-Files ever was. So in Bioshock news, Francis Lawrence, the Hunger Games Catching Fire, I Am Legend, Slumberland has joined the direct the live action film adaptation. Michael Green, Logan Blade Runner, 20, Logan Blade Runner 2049 and Death on the Nile. Some of those are some really between the two of them. Those are some really good. Like this is some really good talent, man. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. I loved Blade Runner 2049, by the way. Yeah, yeah, I, I thought. um I thought that was a that was really good uh, as well. Yeah, I was just thinking about that. I'm like, I took me a minute. Yeah, and I do remember it now. You're seeing Ryan Gosling and Harrison Ford giving each other shit in videos. It's so good. Yeah, I saw that like on YouTube, but I haven't seen it. Like, I'm like, oh, I have to check that you out. You gotta watch it. Time. It's so good. They give each other so much shit. It's it's the best, man. You'd think that they were they'd been they'd known each other for like ever. Yeah, and Ryan Gosling is honestly, I love when he does comedic roles. He's so good at that. I mean, he's great at his serious stuff, but I recently saw one of his more like comedic roles, and I just couldn't like just his delivery is so good. So I'm sure if he's he's got that gumption in his film career that that uh that video will be pretty good too. What do you what what have you seen him in, in comedic roles? Uh Crazy Stupid Love. 
was a good. Oh, one. that's a good one. Did your theman was it was it Lars and the Real Girl or whatever it was? Did you see that? No, I have not. I have to. <laughs> you gotta watch that. Okay, I'm putting that on my list right now. Definitely. That's pretty. That's. I think it's called Lars and the and the Real Girl, right? Which is pretty. It's just funny, man. I just remember starting to watch that, and I'm just like, oh no, this is really, this is really happening. All right. All right, let's hit on this other one of news here. Valve bans Steam curators suspect of scamming developers of for free games. What? Mm-hmm. I mean, good on Valve. But like, dude, the, the scamming lately in, in these past several years is pretty it's it's a lot, man. Yeah, that's that's terrible. You just go to see like the gaming industry is growing and you can see how much people are taking advantage of that to scam. Oh my gosh. I saw an article in MMORPG.com and I, I'm not sure if I'm going to talk about this yet. Are you ready for this? The last game you'll ever play. Oh yeah. That's right. Dream world, baby. We're talking about dream world. Uh-huh. Oh, it's going for early access. The Dream World, the controversial Kickstarter MMO, is launching into early access September 12th. Dream World, that the Kickstarter MMO that built itself as the last game you'll ever play, announced this morning that it is launching into early access on September 12th. The MMO is still mired in controversy a year after it was announced as multiple questions still linger from its botched announcement in March 2021. First of all, you're going into early access September 12th. Like Nara said, I should buy in right now. You can miss out on it, man. Can, can we just talk about this again? Just real quick here. I don't think they, I don't think they're scammers. I don't think they are. I think they actually believe they're going to do this in, in, in this way. It, it, it's like this, okay? You guys... Oh, wait, hold on. Guys, I'm going to make a game. You're like, oh, that's nice, buddy. Like in that way. moment of silence well i'm there. gonna tell you this i'm just as likely to play that game as i am to play embers adrift wait hold on here's a question for you this is a hard question to ask too okay we get a lot of laughs out of dream world and embers adrift okay i don't think they could pull this off like i i, I genuinely feel like these guys are like we're gonna do this and I think that they think that they're doing it. And I think that they. Because otherwise you could pull an oath and just dip. Plenty, plenty of people have been dipping. Titan Reach dipped. Right. Oath dipped. Chronicles of Valyria dipped. Oops, wait, they're in court. Okay, no, wait, we're making the game dipped. Right. Camelot Unchained, I'm convinced at this point, is just making updates because well, they've got to show they're continuing to work on something. Mark Jacobs does not look connected to that project at all anymore. I'm convinced at this point he's not. You know what I mean? They said they were going to get gameplay this summer. You got till the end of the month, my friend. Summer's over. I don't think we're going to see any. 
you got people going forward with their games like but you look at it and you're like oh it doesn't look bad in this picture yeah dream world is basically people trying to make it a massively multiplayer online role-playing game in a sandbox environment with a bunch of assets that they're dumping into it that's pretty much what's going on with this one right they're just trying to make all the assets they dumped in their work that's been my perspective because 64k usd is not gonna get you a game that they're they essentially talked about you know what the interesting thing is about this article the dream world devs have been accused by creators that they reached out and offered 20 percent of the company's earnings for positive coverage is allegedly being claimed by by a large creator out there well 20 percent of nothing is still nothing (laughs) (laughs) well 20 24 you know 20 percent of 64k or they just mean company earnings and they went after mmo bite the allegations are from mmo bite that Dreamworld reached out and offered 20% of the company's earnings for positive coverage. I mean, you, you got to think about it, right? 20%. If someone with like some, you know, clout and talking about game development can basically pr- promote you, people are, look, people will check it out. Yeah, they'll check it out. But the thing is, though, mm-hmm. I mean, I like if I was that creator, and I got that offer, like money aside, even if it felt like it was going to be a decent amount of money, I would think, hmm, what's worth more? Whatever I'm going to get from these guys or my reputation? reputation. And everything I've built so far. Exactly. You would lose, you would literally lose it all yep. putting your stake into a game that was really not worth it, right? Mm-hmm. And And not even not worth it, but not worth it to the point of, of being like scam worthy. Here's some of the comments. Are you ready? I'm going to have to cover this this week, but this one's bribery, child labor, nepotism, a failed marriage, and the game still looks terrible. <laughs> oh my gosh, dude. Oh. Launching to dodge lawsuits, checking. Ooh, that's true. I bet that one's right. Mm-hmm. That's that man. Dream world. The last game you'll ever play everybody. It's there. It's coming to to us now. And it could be yours, too. You could be a part of this amazing journey together, friends. Right? No, I won't be there, but you all can if you really want to try something like that. Roll the dice. Okay, man. What's it take, dude? Let's get into the good stuff. We've kind of talked to news. We've ranted a little bit about bullshit in the world. Um... I'm going to give rings of power a shot. I'm going to give it a, I'm going to give it an honest shot. If there are things about it that I think are good, I will actually say it. And some people may not like it because that means that I'm actually going to, that means I'm actually going to like acknowledge things that, you know, it's like, it doesn't mean I'm saying that like, I'm cool with like what they're doing as a whole, but if something vibes, right? Like I don't have a problem going, you hit the mark on this one for me. Right. I, I'm I'm not too proud to say that it doesn't doesn't mitigate anything else I've said to be able to say that. Like I can give positive criticisms and like praise if I genuinely think it's deserving. Again, it's all going to be, you know, it's all relevant. You know, everyone's going to have a different perspective. Right. So if they do something good, I'm going to say, hey, 
not bad on this point. They botch it up as a hot mess. Like I have no doubt they're going to be some of those at least in there that are going to probably be big. And I'm going to base that off of things that they've said because it doesn't align with what should right. be would. And this isn't like the level of like Peter Jackson adaptation either for a moment. Let's just be real. This is not the Peter Jackson adaptation level of like mistakes. This is like, this is a whole nother level. We're raising the bar whole nother level. So I do not have doubt that I'll be ranting about it, but you said on here, quantum leap is um, upcoming American science fiction television series developed by Stephen Lillen and Brian. Wait, when is this? September 19th. September oh 19th. my God. That's literally right. That's like, yeah, it's a couple of weeks from, two now, weeks from Monday. Like, yeah. What? I, I had no idea that it was this close. Cause I just remember it being announced. Like it was yesterday. NBC. Dang, I actually kind of want to see that, though, to be honest. I, I do. I'm yeah, hoping I'm it like, gets good. I love that show. Yeah, I, I could watch the yeah. ever-loving crap out of that. Love that show. Sweet. So let's move on to things. So in an, ad- an age of adaptations, right, like, they're killing it for me. I'm not going to lie. I mean, real talk, it makes it real easy to work on my own world when I'm so disappointed with so many things that I look around and see. I'm not even kidding, man. It... I mean, it works out well for me, right? It puts a fire underneath me and going, do you really want to do this tonight? Or, or would you rather just kind of do your own thing? Because you've had it sitting there. You, your your excuses to like put that off just kind of go away. I don't really have any, right? Like it's kind of like, oh, I got this really cool thing I'm doing, right? I can give it a day. I don't need to do it that day this week. I could take one day off. I don't feel like I can take a day off. Because things like this exist in the world, right? And it's in games, it's in movies, it's it's happening everywhere, TV series. And with there being a lot, like, and people often getting less interested in games, like, I don't know about you, but like, I'm sticking to the things that I feel like work, like Arc works for me, V Rising hits the mark, right? It's weird because it's a bit of an isometric survival, but it works, it works. Mm-hmm. Um, you got the things we played, like, I don't get to play Lotro, like, hardly at all anymore. I just don't have the time, but it's, it's good to have that one as an option, you know? Um, and there's a few other games here and there that we, you know, I jump into from time to time, not too frequently jump into some Fortnite. I can have a good time in there. I can jump into like some smite and I can have a good time in that too. Just a match or two here and there. I don't, it doesn't have to be anything heavily weighted. I don't need to be a try hard jump in there. And a lot of these games are games. When I jump in there, I kind of just smash it. And I'm like, man, I feel real good about myself. If I stay there for four hours, it's a different story. <laughs> I'm one of those people in competitive, like truly competitive gameplay. Like the first two to three hours of me being online are like my golden time. After that, my skill set starts to diminish. It's tried and true. I have a level of potency. You catch me in the first two to three hour window and I'm a champion. <laughs> After that is it's all downhill, man. I feel like we're gonna get a really screwed up comment here right now. Yeah, I know. <laughs> See, I probably I'm just gonna keep that to myself because I'm in that same bracket. I just yeah. been a <laughs> yeah. That that might that might be a little. If we're talking about the line, this would be like diving over the line. <laughs> the line. <using> like... <laughs> yeah. That, that would hey, I'm, gonna just, I'm gonna hit that pause on that one. <laughs> yeah, about that. Uh, off offline offline we'll talk um offline so 
what are what are some things that you feel have been breathing like life into like when you you know like projects games movies like something you get to experience where you feel like man that was like really good like it just kind of feel like it breathes life into that passion of being able to enjoy those things again i mean there's just like been i would say not i would say totally recent um but there's been like a few things like i was watching like a television show that a friend of mine had uh turned me on to um ordinary joe uh and it was um the story of like this guy that had like a crossroads in his life and he could choose to do like one of three things and then each of those choices put him on a different life path and you kind of saw everything in each life path and that's it's been only on a season i know it's renewed for season two but i just like that idea of being able to say okay look you're you're kind of doing like a, a time story without really doing a time story and i like that idea um that was really good um i'd have to say like honestly we were just talking about strange new worlds as well right it's again yeah. one of those things that takes something people love there's a strong mm. following for it and it just it just amps it up to like 11 when it comes to storytelling acting um you take like you know characters that were part of the original but that are fresh and have like just a kind of a a brand new um just a, a brand new uh, it's not just a brand new coat of paint right it's more there's depth there you kind of see their characters from a different point of view and perspective and it, it's really good um mm. honestly it's like i'm I, there isn't a lot that i'm watching necessarily like lately but i would say like those are two that you know stand out to me is like oh man i'm really getting into this because it it's fresh it's something new and it it gives you an opportunity just to see how creative people can be with original material with material you know or at least universes that we've seen before mm -hmm. and are new again for us because they're taking um a really like pat they're they're really passionate about the source material and and telling a good story um mm -hmm. gaming wise uh you know honestly it's uh, i'll probably pull out like you know the the standards like witcher 3 um oh yeah mass effect i mean those were games that i probably i got into them after like the big hype i just kind of you know had other things going on and when i did get into them it's like man this is really well crafted there's passion behind it and so i'm looking forward to like and i'm like you like you i'm picking and choosing like what i'm really playing because i i'm not running out and pre-ordering a bunch of games anymore mm -hmm. um because i just feel like it's has been invariably been a letdown there's some that i would say i did like um jedi fallen order was another one right where it it gave you like a really good experience kind of souls like but at the same time mm -hmm. giving you that star wars you know right. that star wars appeal um so yeah there's just there's there's a lot um out there you just have to kind of be choosy yeah i was i think i, I mean i'm gonna double down on star trek strange new worlds like that was that for me was absolutely like, and I mean, it was, it was a massive pleasant surprise, right? Cause I, I was hoping like there were a couple episodes where I was like, eh, but the majority, I mean, if you hit like what, 10 episodes, eight out of 10 were like rock solid 
just so good for me. I was like, if eight out of 10 episodes just hit the mark and go beyond, man, you're doing something right. And for me, it's like a twofold, right? It's, it's at the roots of what I feel like Star Trek's always about. Like, and it, and it gets back to like that really original feel you got in a lot of like the original Star Trek and next generation where it's like, you know, we're checking in with our crew. They're kind of out on a new, you know, exploration journey. They're going out there and they're bumping into something. And here we go. Right. Completely different unforeseen circumstances, but not in that way that it's like <gasps> everything, the galaxy rests in the balance, you know, and if you don't do this, everything's going to die. And we're all going to like, that was a discovery route. It was all about like impending doom. If you don't save it, if we don't get this, everyone's going to die. And it's like, it's like Star Trek wokeness to like the, the nth degree, right? And you fucked up Cleons so bad. Well, the first see, this is, I was going to make a comment. Oh, I thought the dude. first season was like, you know, woke it's better. And some. Yeah. But then after that, they're like, okay, we need to go back to the formula that works. And then it worked for me. They did with like Cleons the first too. Season, yeah. The first season was very painful. It was painful. For me to watch. And I even like started watching it and I stopped and I just mm. went back like months too. later yeah. and I watched it all the way through. I'm like, I'm going to get through this. There's another season, you know, so on. Mm -hmm. And I watched it and now I'm like, okay, I really like the characters. I like the, like, you know, the whole, the storyline worked out really well. And then honestly, they brought Pike in oh, to that one. Yeah. And I was like, Oh yes, I hope they do yeah. a spin-off on this. Then I'm like, think somebody listened to me there. So it was it yeah. was good. And the and the Cleon guy the guy, you know, the Cleon his parts got put into the body of the human. Like that was weird. That yeah, was just that, that didn't work for me. I was like, this is this whole yeah. thing going on here is this this can we can we be done with this, please? And whatever you're doing with the Cleons, because you're not doing it right, you know, they're blue. Come on, man. Like, let's get back to the TNG freaking the next generation. Those Cleons are love those Cleons. fucking amazing, dude. And I love the Romulan ships, too, in, in the next generation. Those are so good. But th those were like the most badass Cleons, like Worf and like going to the High Council and seeing all the like the rituals and stuff for like the warrior vibes and you yeah, know, that was like, dude, it was some of my favorite stuff about the next generation. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like mm -hmm. all the cultural stuff, like even yeah. the stuff they did in DS9 around like the Ferengi and that culture. I like too. that, too. I mean, yes, it was more of a comical take. But at the Still. end of the day, you're like, wow, it's like you just really are just building again. You're building on a universe. You're crafting a world. And there's and more. It was, there was more There's, to the Ferengi too, because like you always yeah. got you when you when they were introduced in the next generation, you kind of got this like they're kind of like evil little dwell yeah, like, dweller fuckers, like, right? Like, like, yeah, like evil little face trolls, little yeah. goblins, and you're like they're little goblins trying to jack your shit and like ruin you and leave you for dead or something, you know. But then you get to see like Quark and like all of that, and even like later next generation stuff, you get to see more culture to like the Frankie and you're like, actually I don't really like some of you all are like, kind of like you're, you're a little, you're concerning man. But then some of y'all are like, actually can, you know, you kind of want them as a sidekick kind of yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, but anyway, I kind of went on off a tangent there. So Star Trek, the strange new worlds. Um, I, I would say 
who that one's definitely really, really good. I have really been getting into, and this is sort of in the, I like a really good vampire story. I'm a big fan. Anything like supernatural, like ghosts, werewolves, vampires. Um, I rewatched a U.S. version of Being Human. Not too bad. Oh, that's good. Yeah, that, that is good. Right. I never saw the the original version, UK version. Yeah, me either. No. Right, but I I like a good vampire story. But I gotta tell you, dude, the um, it's called and I and I caught this and I'd never heard of it. It's based on books. It's called um, what's it called? Uh. What's it called? Uh, oh my gosh, I'm gonna find it. Is that the one on Netflix? No, it's on Hulu. Oh, what's it called? What? Is... Gonna... A discovery of witches? Is that it? Oh no, that... isn't that on Amazon? Hold on, it will. It's on there, but I gotta find it, the the channel. Or no, no, that's the Sundance Channel thing, but you can get it on Amazon. That's what it is. Okay. Yes, a discovery gotcha. of magic. I. I think it's only three seasons. Got what's her name? She was in uh, I Am Number Four, the movie. Um, oh, what's her name? I forget her name real quick. Uh, she was in some other things too. But it was it was actually not bad. I kind of dig it. Like I was I was actually kind of getting into it. Um, yeah, I'll have to. I I have that on my list to watch too. Discovery. Said it was Discovery of Witches or Discovery of Magic. What we do in the shadows is clearly the best vampire show. I've not heard of that, but it's interesting. Oh, I think I've, isn't that, um, I think that's on Netflix. What we do in the shadows. I haven't watched really? that. I'm going to look that but, one uh, up. I'm going to admit it. I love vampire diaries. I actually did a whole like, yeah, you do vampire yeah. diaries. I watched the originals. I watched legacies. I, I did too. I just, I'm going to admit, like, I, I kind of just wanted to see it was how I just wanted to see like where this was all going because yeah, I, I, I did the same thing i started watching it i stopped and then years later i'm like i am just gonna like do this and Ooh. watch it and it was absolutely it, it was one of those ones i'm like okay i'm i'm glad wasn't like okay any people that like twilight up there i'm sorry but it wasn't like <laughs> twilight for me where you watch old thing and you're like yeah i, I could have used that light i mean i just kept watching each movie like it's gonna get better this time it's gonna get better mm -hmm. this time i just i just couldn't i couldn't do it i just couldn't do see it. i would definitely add i'm gonna definitely add that what we do in the shadows i feel like i skimmed by that recently maybe and then whenever yeah. i did i kind of was like i don't know what this is about i don't have time okay i'm on on my way but i'm gonna check that out for sure I'm trying to think of something else too that came up recently and it's not like uh what was it called Altered Carbon, the first season, was really good. I didn't care for the second one as much. Yeah, Altered Carbon, I wasn't... I mean, I was disappointed with that, in all honesty. Mm. And I didn't I didn't know the source material, but just what I saw. And I really liked um, Joel Kinnaman, who was in that. He was in something else that I liked. And I just... Yeah, it was, it was rough. Yeah, this is so many... So many things with opportunity, man. Like, you know what we haven't seen in the Resident Evil world? I think about Resident Evil Netflix. We haven't seen like it, something. Some, I mean, you could do an authentic Resident Evil set of movies. You could go up to like, I mean, you go as far as you want. But I mean, even if you just did like a three-parter, maybe you did like the Resident Evil 1 and 2 sort of thing. And then you ventured over into like Leon for four. If you kind of did like came, maybe just that sort of stuff, that could be good, I think. 
But instead, and I liked, I, I don't get me wrong, like I enjoyed the Resident Evil movies just to have on, but I didn't, I didn't, I didn't take those in as like, I didn't really watch those as like, I expect those to be. Cause you start out and you're like, none of this is the same. It's, we're going like an alternate reality sort of thing here almost with it. Um, they worked. It was pretty interesting to see the characters, but they didn't like stick to the actual. And some people are probably going like, how can you like this, but you don't like other stuff? And that's an interesting point, isn't it? Like, how can you like something that strays off the path, but then be so critical of something else? And I think that there's, I think there's like a certain foundational level where you got to be respectful of the source material. Mm -hmm. Right. And I feel like in a lot of ways, when they explained all of the things related to Resident Evil, they still tied it back into the roots somehow. Everything's still tied back in. It may not have fit, but they tied it into the roots. And it's hard to kind of explain like how, how one thing can work and how it doesn't. But I do think that there's definitely like a bit of an, an artist sort of craft to that. Yeah. And it's, it's all about respect for the source material and putting and mm. being humble about like, your approach, I guess the way the way I would look at it, because oh, I mean, I humble. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. I mean, I and I've seen like a bunch of remakes like over the past like year um, MacGyver, like I mentioned, like Hawaii 5.0, like Magnum P.I. And I loved all of them. I mean, I was sad when I'm like, oh, this only had this many seasons. Right. Um, and, and even like Hawaii 5.0 was like like a decade Right. I mean, it was like 10 seasons or something was, crazy yeah. like that. Um, and it was like one of those things. It's like you just had the right level of passion, the right story, the right actors in, in the roles. And it just all worked. And like, even if we just like look in comparison to like, I, again, did not know the source material for Wheel of Time. So I'm a bad nerd. But I saw the you know, Amazon version of it. And I just felt like watching it, it had no soul. Yeah, I did right? too. And I'm, I'm trying to temper my expectations with Rings of Power. I'm going to watch it too. Because um, at the end of the day, I love like the, the fantasy genre. I, I'd love to you know, see that yeah. on, on film. Mm. But I'm, I'm dreading that lack of soul. Because there's so many like, um, you know, things out there that just didn't go on for that long but still had a lot of soul like one of them and you'll mm. you'll probably guess this if we talk about sci-fi you know on top of my mind is going to be firefly right and um serenity those again didn't have a long run but they had passion they had heart they had you know just it, it hit all the feels right the comedy the drama and so on um, and those were, again, like original stories, like twists on it, um, you know, and, and it just it just worked. Uh, and uh, so definitely, I feel like there's a potential for that. You just have to be willing to invest more than just money into a show. That's in order I think to that's make so good. I think that's such a good reference point. Like the th one of the things that like the showrunners for the rings of power did that. I was just like, was cringy as hell. So they went out in San Diego comic-con and they actually went out there and this guy, he he's like, you can tell you've been reciting this over and over and over and over trying to memorize it. And he like hastily said, and he just goes and rambles off something in like Elvish. 
And he thought he was going to like it was going to land with the diehard nerds and like everybody just was like quiet. And then he like got done. And he smiled like he was really proud of himself and no one was like really applauding. And you're going. Mm. I, was, I was like awkward. I was like, that is so awkward, dude. You clearly worked hard to memorize that. And it was meaningful. But unless you're trying to talk to Tolkien, who is now gone, about the language that he created, I was just like, oh, no, dude. <laughs> it was so it was so bad. And so okay, I, I'm, I'm, oh. I'm going to say something. Yes. I don't know if you're going to people are going to find it funny or not if they don't know the reference. But I'm like, funny. He doesn't look elvish. Oh, shit. If you don't know that, then you're you're not I know. part of my generation. Yeah, it's a little old school, um, dude. I, I'm gonna give it a I'm gonna give it a good shot, right? And I at the end of the day, I look. I've been critical of this, right? But when you show your ass, like I'm gonna, I'm gonna go after you when you're doing kind of what I consider to be just like really stupid, irresponsible things with something that should be kind of important. Right. Tolkien stuff is one of the things you just can't go. You can't take on. Right. Who's considered to be the father of modern fantasy work and just go, we're going to just do what we want with it. Like you, you can't do that, man. And I want it to be good. I really do. I want it to be good, but I'm not going to, I don't want it to be good so bad that I'm going to lie to myself to enjoy it either. Right. Exactly. You know what I mean? <laughs> Like, believe me, I we I I'm the one that's always saying we need more fantasy worlds. Badly, I don't feel I would like they're enough. I would double down on that: more fantasy worlds, more sci-fi worlds. Yeah, I would love to see like another original ones. Good, please. Yeah, another good cyberpunk type world. I would love to see that. I want to stress original ones too, because I actually had like this article I read, and I was like reading this article. It's actually tomorrow's video, but the the it's it's related to the rings of power but they i'm not i'm not gonna say too much about it but i was like oh maybe they're gonna have a point and then they didn't have a point i was like the point they could have gone for was what you know that blake snyder book i brought up mm -hmm. the it's basically save the cat it's a screenwriting book on writing a script and getting selling it to hollywood right but he talks in there specifically in that book. It's one of the many books I've read to educate myself on the craft, if you will. I'm not saying I know my shiz. I'm just saying I'm trying, right? I'm trying. I want to do a good job. I don't want it to suck. I want my story to be good. And I want people to enjoy it. I just want it to deliver on like, you know, painting the picture and people actually enjoying the journey. That's all I want. I don't want to be, I don't need to be rich and famous or any of that. I just want to do what I'm doing right. And one of my things is I need to look to the people who are noted for, for really contributing to telling good stories, right? So you go look at Joseph Campbell. You look at like Blake Snyder. It's screenwriting, but it's still important because it's, it's I mean, you probably even say if you're going to write a book and then you're going to try to adapt it to a film, you need to know how to how to adapt the book to into screenwriting to then you know, sell it to, to the industry or whatever. And one of the things he talked about specifically was is that Hollywood is – giving it was a period it was like i think early 2000s and this will probably land for us here but in the early 2000s hollywood was going wild for all the new things being created so new fantasy works 
Remember that was Aragorn or whatever it was called that the kid wrote. Oh, Aragorn. Aragorn. Yes. You had that one. You had a bunch of different things. So if you remember the early, like to mid to almost like maybe like 20, 2000, like two, one or two, which interestingly enough was when Lord of the Rings trilogy was popping off. Remember Mm -hmm. around that time up to about 2010, roughly Hollywood was going crazy trying to get their hands on fresh meat. They were looking for fresh fantasy, fresh sci-fi, fresh, you know, worlds like, and then after about 2010 or so, it started to decline. And so Blake Snyder wrote about recognizing that they were all wild for new stories. And then they got into a place where they were going, we really just want to make sure that we can get people to buy it. So we'll start regurgitating the same things. And that's when you started to notice it happening more and more and more and more. And so... You know, this article I thought was going to be really good and it t- ended up bombing and I rant off about it. But the point was, is like it, it, it could have been a good point. And the point would have been we it, it ties into what I was saying. Right. We need more original works. And it's not that they don't exist. They're out there. Right. The fact that Brandon Sanderson at this point doesn't have a movie made about any of his stuff is kind of blowing my mind a little bit. For whatever reason, maybe he's hardcore and going, I'm not willing to. To just let y'all make it, Amazon or Hollywood. Like, I want to make sure that someone's going to do it right. I don't know. I think he was working on a, uh, if I'm not mistaken, he was working on a script for Mistborn or something, one of the other ones. I can't remember which one. That was like several years back now at this point. But anyway, I I digress. My point is, we need him, right? So do I want to, do I want to like the Wheel of Time? Like, even I was going, I just feel like there's something missing like that, that, sense of what the vision's supposed to be and i never read the books but even i'm going i don't feel like i i sense the heart of this world i feel like i see the people and it's like the people turned into pieces on a board it's like i see the board and the pieces but I, i don't feel like i know who they are i don't feel like i understand why they're here how they feel what they think what all of this means to them it just felt hollow yeah and I, I got that, you know, and the, the scariest thing about all the stuff I've seen with the rings of power is it feels like it's following that same sort of like structure of like hollowness. And so I yeah, want it to think work. If you've got the, a good special effects budget, you're good. And throw money at the problem. It should resolve it. And it's not all that isn't going to do it all. Right. Sometimes it's, yeah. you know, about selling the role or whatever. But anyway, my point is, is, Next time we do this show, I will have watched two episodes and probably ranted about it for a while, you know, and I, I'm hope I'm, I'm not saying I'm hopeful. I'm just, I'm hoping, I'm hoping to be surprised. I want them to surprise me and it'd be, be better than what I'm concerned. It's probably going to be because I'm going with my gut and my gut. And I trust my gut, my instincts, man. And my instincts are telling me, eh, prepare yourself you know and I, I saw some reviews and i've been trying really hard to avoid reviews but they were like oh it kind of drags on there's a lot of explanation in the beginning i'm like look i don't know if that's going to be the case but to be fair that that would not shock me about any new series to have an episode or two where you're sort of laying down the foundation of the backstory with some world this big, it wouldn't shock me. That would not be like a, this was horrible for that reason. Sort of a thing. I'd be like, I get it. We've done this with a lot of shows that kicked off after that, because it kind of was like, we need you to understand like what the hell's going on here. 
You know, you don't even get there in the first Witcher <laughs> season. You know, granted, uh, the author himself was basically jumping around trying to give you snapshots of the world before you really kick off, too. So, um, mm-hmm. yeah, that's my perspective, right? Like, I'm going to be I'm gonna be paying close attention. I'm going to have some very serious critiques to come up. But, um, you know, there was another there was another fun topic to talk about today. And it has more to do with games. So we keep going back to the Rings of Power. I don't know. I'm not going to blame it on you, but I look up and every time I see, uh, you know, I see the Rings of the Cringe of Power up there behind you. And I'm just like, oh, it's just another reminder of, but here's a, here's a good discussion, okay? Sometimes you start off with a series and it's like an uphill climb, isn't it? You eventually find footing. So... Something can start off as not really feeling very great and turn out well. Discovery was a good example. Mm-hmm. Kind of gets a lot better later, right? My brother was watching them. I was like going through the first season. I'm like, I can't even finish this shit. Yeah. I can't do it. And my brother's like telling me about all the stuff going on. He's like, Captain Pike and Spock. And I'm like, what? And he's like talking about all that stuff and what's going on in the timeline. And I'm coming in there and he's trying to spoil it. I'm like, I'm intrigued. Nah. Maybe I could suck it up and just push through. Uh, the first Game of Thrones, se- the first season, it started off yeah, slow. Yeah, that took me like three or four tries mm. getting through the first yes. season before I actually like sat down mm-hmm. and I was like, it was it was definitely. I'm I'm glad I I got that opportunity. Yeah, I mean the latter seasons obviously were. Mm. I mean I liked them except yeah. for the end. The end kind of. I really? Oh, tell me what you would hope to have. Have what? How did you hope the ending would go? I just don't. I don't want to spoil it for anyone who hasn't watched it. I just just different. It's been it. years, man. You can't feel bad about it. Plug your ears up. I mean, I'm uh, I'm I'm more of a like. I mean, I, maybe I wanted a little more of a Disney ending. I didn't. I, I <laughs> <Dude>. to... <laughs> oh, did you want them to go away together and and like him? Like I did. Him? You I wanted just, him to save her, just... didn't you? I did. Uh, I, that's my sappy ass, like you know, on the table. Look, okay, I, I mean, I, I, I respect I love it. Me some sap. I, I respect <laughs> it. I mean, you know, it could have been nice for him to, him to, you know, he fell in love, made love to his aunt, basically, and he inevitably is like, yeah, that part was a little weird. I'm just ignoring that part. <laughs> Be like, Auntie, Auntie, Khaleesi. I'm sorry. You like, yeah, it was, it was kind of. I didn't really care for like the way it went too. And you know, there's going to be a spinoff of that now. Yeah. House of the dragon. I have not like mm-hmm. heard anything about it other than a random trailer. Oh no, there. that's the prequel. I'm talking. It's going to be called snow. Oh, there. Oh yeah. It's going to be I called might snow. Crap out of that. Yeah. I yeah. Might. Yeah. I did this thing where I was talking about it and people were like, they picked the wrong character. And then they gave a list of characters. I was like, I don't Tyrion. Arya, like, yeah, actually, Tyrion, I, I would watch the shit out of a Tyrion spinoff, man. I mean, that it would be guy, fun. That guy made the show for me. Yeah, mm-hmm. it would be fun. And that story arc for oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I felt like the last. To be fair, I felt like the last couple of seasons, his character kind of. He yeah. had a good punch, man. All the way up until those last couple of seasons, he punched, man. He was good. I liked his character a lot. I really did. I like the trajectory of his character up until, like, I would say the the final the final season i think that was part yeah. of maybe what disappointed me a bit too is you kind of had that um, yeah. aspect of it. 
but I would I would definitely watch that. And that's kind of honestly what I like the most. And I tend to go for the I don't want to say the underdogs in in TV shows, but I like like I do. being able to see like people like grow. Like maybe um, I don't know. I can't think of I don't know if. And this is probably me once again, like showing my age, but I, I was like a real the hero's journey, of, my friend. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I, I liked, um, I, I liked Spike and Buffy the Vampire Slayer and Angel. I did too, actually. It was like the you because he came yeah. out as like big bad. You're like, oh, but then you see this this whole transformation for him, like, and it was even more like engaging for me than the whole like Angel part of it. Yeah. was the fact that he was like you do start to see like the layers there for mm -hmm. that character he and softens up sometimes and you're like you're like okay okay yeah and james marshers is awesome mm -hmm. awesome in that definitely so there were, there were a lot of people who were like maybe we could change him kind of going on you know yeah yeah for sure Oh, you know what? I was just thinking of another show that I like really like surprised me in a good way is um is Superman and Lois. If you haven't seen I that, have, I've heard like, good things about it, but I haven't seen if it. If you haven't, yeah, if you haven't seen that and you like comic stuff, I would highly recommend mm. it. I heard that they pulled in uh, the, some of the characters, or at least the Superman character, and some of the other ones. Like they did crossovers in that, didn't they? Like there's like yeah, some sort did, of like. like alternate dimension reality jumping and they yeah, the, all the Arrowverse stuff they did that yeah like they yeah. had supergirl who's it's ended now but they did yeah. like the flash and arrow and smallville they did some smallville stuff tied into it too right yeah they did that was yeah. like yeah they did um they did like kind of a mega episode and they oh went to different worlds okay we're gonna yeah. talk about the gaming thing later because we're on a roll with this nerding out right now and i want to like totally talk about this like dude I got to tell you, man, I've been watching some horror stuff lately, dude. I know I'm so eager for fall right now. I want it so bad. Like I'm, I've been watching. Have, have any of you watched some of these YouTube channels that are like dash cam footage? We're veering off, man. But, but I got to tell you, dude, like I've been watching some of this stuff lately and I I feel like I'm I, I need to not be doing this. Like I feel like this is a problem. I don't do it a lot. I feel like I'm talking about a problem I have or something right now. <laughs> I I don't do it a lot. <laughs> it's I'm not an addict. This never mind. Okay. Here's the thing. I, I've been watching these like dash cam things, and there's like this dude, I will send this to you, and you creeped me out. Like it creeped me out to the point where like I can stop what I'm doing today to start a meteorological fall. So there you go. Thank you. Dark Overlord Confessions. No, maybe not. Wait, no. Dude, there was this dash cam footage. I have I've like a low-key gone, man. If I had a little more time, I think I'd spin up a YouTube channel on creepy video footage and just go find stuff on the internet and put it together. And share it, dude, because there are some creepy stuff out there, dude. There's like some really creepy stuff out there, dude. And it's like legit. Like, have you ever watched this? This makes you go, I'm locking my doors. There's like people's home footage. Like they've got their like security cameras and stuff. 
dude, this is the creepiest thing in the world. Like this is a, this is the kind of stuff that makes me double check the doors at night. It's like the ring lights, like the people who got the ring things. Yeah. You know, yeah, and there's like one of those. Yeah. Dude. Oh my gosh, dude. And then you go up and you watch the video footage. You got people that are creeping at, in the middle of the night or in the middle of the day, mostly at night, literally looking scary, dude. Like they look not okay. Like, I mean, there was this one of this woman like holding a knife and she like walks up to the door and I think she had like schizophrenia. It looked like, cause she, you get your eyes, dude. That's how I felt. That's exactly what I'm talking about. She's like standing there and she's going to ring the door and she's got her hands like this and she's got a knife in one hand, just this butcher knife right here. And she's like sitting there and she's doing this and she's kind of looking around and it's like she's listening to something, like she's the voices or something. And she reaches to like hit the doorknob to the doorbell and she doesn't. And she puts it back and then she does this. And you're like, yeah, the 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 ring cam. But it, it, literally, there's one of like this couple. They fell asleep in their home, dude. Right, and there's this video, this camera, home home security camera. They literally got home, had their doors open, right. They're laying on the couch in the living room, cuddled up, asleep, watching like um, Mr. Robot or whatever. And you can see there's stairs behind their their sofa or their couch. And it goes up to the second floor. And this dude is literally up there. And he's like walking and he's like appearing over their balcony. Like he got in from upstairs or something. The doors were open or whatever. And he's upstairs. The dog doesn't even bark. And he's just watching them. I think he was like watching the robot show for a while. And then other cameras like catch this guy going around the neighborhood. There's this one in Saudi Arabia. And it's like a cam on like the hood of a car, right? And this guy is like out there and he drives up. And there's like this really weird like woman thing with long hair can't see the face with a cane and it's creepy dude this is the kind of stuff that gives me a nightmare and i do like halloween a lot admittedly i will freak myself out on this time of year for fun i'll put on some of the creepiest things i can right but i'm telling you some of the creepiest things that are out there people walking up to your door dude trying to get in in the middle of the night and you're asleep there were even some videos i saw of people asleep and someone broke into their house in the middle of the night had a weapon and were low crawling in their bedroom when they're asleep going over and taking their phone i'm so glad i moved out of the suburbs man. <laughs> behind two layers of security over here man i'm like i am so thankful right now because i would not sleep tonight i would be like that spongebob meme going with the my fucking eyes wide open <laughs> all night bloodshot af yeah i watched it and i watched it and i was like and i got to a point where i was like i think i went a little too far tonight you're like hmm. yeah, i think I, I might need to have a xanax chaser tonight <laughs> i like woke up at like 4 30 morning. i was like ah shit <laughs> look i was like remember folks you can look for nice happy videos like bob ross to help you wind down tonight sweet dreams <laughs> it's true man oh gosh you ain't wrong dude but I'm telling you, man, there are some creepy things out there in the world. There are some seriously disturbing, creepy things that you can. Oh, I don't know about that. Narrower Reddit, I bleach. I don't know what that is, but I'm 
public service announcement from Cheryl. You can, you can watch things that are happy and, you know, are full of like roses and butterflies and things like that. But we, we had a conversation game related. I wanted to save it for when Nathan's back too. Cause I feel like it's going to be even better with Nathan here doing that. I think it'll be a good one. I will definitely try not to check that out narrower unless you DM it to me on discord, in which case I might feel obligated to do it. So there you go. Do okay. not check out anything. I'm, I'm, named I'm, like gonna, I'm with Cheryl on that. I will not ever check anything out to say uh, that uh, was named. I bleached. It's designed to, 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 to mm, yeah, no, I think it's designed to like, uh, do something else to your brain. <laughs> I'm not looking it up, am I right now? It's, it's oh, probably no, like no, you're right, you're right. This cute, is cute, cute cat videos. It or is. Something. It's tons. Oh, dude, it's totally cute cat stuff, man. Dude, if you're messing with me, I am. No, I'm it really is. This is actually. This genuinely is. <laughs> There's a little cat trying to. <laughs> He's literally sitting in a bowl rocking, dude. This is amazing stuff. Oh my god, this I can watch all the horror I want and just go watch this afterwards. Oh my oh my gosh. That's oh a cute channel, man. That that is wholesome, man. That is as wholesome as it gets. Okay. Uh, That's I'm, good. I'm not I'm not sorry now. Oh my gosh, the little dogs on the beach, dude. <laughs> sitting there uh, this is good I like this stuff <laughs> some of these are so good this is like as adorable as pets get isn't it yeah there's just one where this uh, cat climbs into a little fishbowl and is just yes. chilling there now. oh my gosh that's good the little, and the little cat the magic pot will change your the color of your kitten and he Jumps down in there and pops back out. Oh, there's oh, another cat yeah, in there. Yeah, I saw that one. I saw that. Aww. Yeah, this is good stuff. So it's called Eye Bleach because if you need to unsee something, just go watch this. That's that's perfect. That is perfect. Now I can go watch all the most horrific things I can find on the internet and just go afterwards and watch this, and it should it should cleanse me, <laughs> save me from the darkness, not mine, but others. Implied oh. darkness. This is good stuff, man. That was actually probably the most wholesome find I could have come. We could have had today. Thanks, homie. That was great. Yeah, thank you, Nero. That was that was quite good. I appreciate you. All right, what are we looking forward to this week, homie? What are we looking forward to? We've got Ashes Pathfinder podcasts on uh, Sunday. We got obviously you all want to see Daedalus scream, huh? You, you all and, and meat hooks, you want to see new arc players trying not to crap their pants. Then I encourage you to be here tomorrow when we do our community night. Even if it's just me and them, I don't care. It's going to be a good time because podcast is entirely too wholesome without Nathan. That's <laughs> funny. Yeah, this is true. We, didn't, we true. didn't talk about any shower juice this time. I mean, we, I mean, we went on to, I mean, to be fair, we went on to the rings of power thing, but we still kept, kind of kept it. That's true. Positively we probably grounded. needed to have come with. A, I guess we'll have to watch it tonight to come up with a new Dude. flavor of shower juice. Um, you were never here when we had freak on. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, 
we got freak on this show and let me tell you man it's it's about well sounds about right is what it is but actually we are gonna wind this one down friends because uh i want to go check out the show tonight and see how it goes so i can report on it this week i got some stuff going on tomorrow too we got community night tomorrow and yeah and i think it's gonna be good i got some stuff to check out that's kind of cool i'm not gonna be doing a post show tonight because sim is tired it's been a long day i did a lot earlier online too so friends we are here on episode 87 we're gonna have 88 next week we're probably gonna hit 100 before the end of the year 200 for the end of the year on ashes pathfinders so friends we're gonna catch you tomorrow i'm gonna be around around noon central and then probably through uh i'm gonna take a break and through until roughly seven or eight tomorrow night okay so Daedalus, why don't you shout out your domain where people can find you when you're not on this show? Sure, you can find me on Twitter at the Ashen Herald and on YouTube, youtube.com slash the Ashen Herald. And friends, we might be coming up to the end of this show, but as always, we're always looking for more to join the show. Ransom plenty until next week. Live your best lives. Walk in the light and have a great night, friends. We're gonna see you again real soon. Night, everybody.